0: hi everyone welcome back to behind the timeline the podcast where we examine pop culture in films television and books across the ages as always we are your hosts Lindsay and scott if you're interested in finding out what we've already covered or what we've got coming up in the future weeks be sure to leave us a follow on instagram at go behind the timeline check us out on twitter at behind timeline and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts additionally links to our patreon and our official website can be found in the episode descriptions if you would like to support the podcast and now on with the show
1: But I'm gonna go see Jurassic Park Six, so Jurassic, so furious, and you sit should inside. you should
0: find a way to bring a mimosa.
1: Right, could bring a white claw into the theater if I wanted to. Actually, yeah. maybe I will. That would it's be claws law. I love that white claw is like the least classy and also like least good of the hard seltzers, but it's the one I choose to drink because it makes me laugh.
0: It's the one that everybody chooses to. Get. I don't fucking get it, man. <laughs> like...
1: Well, Truly's are good too, but they don't have mango, and I like the mango ones. And wait, then... does
0: Truly have alcohol in it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought that was just like seltzer water flavored no. seltzer water. I have a fucking fridge full of that shit right now, and I have no desire to drink them.
1: Mm, you should try it; they're great.
0: Ugh. <laughs> Stick to my Miller Lite.
1: <laughs> I mean, fair enough, but I, I have decided to swear off wine forever now. I'm just done. Whoa. With that. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? It gives me a horrific hangover. I would rather drink a White Claw, and I just don't care what anyone thinks about me anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this.
1: We're here to talk about the boys season three, episode four. Welcome back, Scott.
0: Thank you. I'm very excited. I was, I felt really bad. I was moving last week, weekend and, you know, I had like, I'm still not done. Like, I hate that I'm still not done. There's still a couple things over there. I still have to clean the old place, but um, better. I have to clean the old place better. But Matt and uh, you and Matt fucking killed it last week. Um, I listened to that episode the same day that I watched them. Mm-hmm. But I listen to you guys first. I'm not like, I don't spoilers. know why, but this, I know. But like, for some reason, this is like the one show I don't care about spoilers. Okay. For some reason. Like, I don't know why. Like, I'm just like, dude, Homelander is such a psychopathic piece of shit. Like, I know he's going to be a psychopathic piece of shit every episode. Right. The thing that's going to be like, what the fuck, is like, who they killed this time. That's right. like, that. that's really all it is. And I feel like that's how it was when I was watching, like, Sopranos and shit.
1: Mm-hmm. And the first three episodes weren't too crazy on that, so
0: yeah. I mean the whole the whole Crimson Countess thing and killing that dude at the fucking uh, what is it Mave's Inclusive Wonderland or whatever the fuck
1: Brave Mave's Inclusive Kingdom at Vot World. Yeah, <laughs> or Vought that or yeah, that was so funny,
0: bro. She just like straight up throws a ball at the like the mascot Homelander, and he just erupts into yeah. like. He's, I was like, "Holy shit, dude!"
1: Yeah, that was. Man, the good thing about the boys is, for as much gore as there is, a lot of the time it's not that realistic. Like it's ov- like the whale in season two; like it's obviously fake, but it's also graphic.
0: It's- or like the deep slamming on the brakes and the dolphin just flying through the window. Like, yeah, that's just
1: like- <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments of season one it, with it, the Spice dude, Girls playing. Like, yeah,
0: that shit is so great.
1: It's really well done. Um, hmm, reminder for you to watch. Uh, Umbrella Academy, because I was thinking of the Backstreet Boys moment uh, or scene in that show is really, really good.
0: So my Similar living room is birds. finally set up in my new place, and that actually is what I'm planning on doing today.
1: Yes, really?
0: Yeah, honestly.
1: Oh, that makes me happy. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, sweetie.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> I um, really
1: want that. I know. Anyway, this episode is called Glorious Five-Year Plan, it is written by Eric uh, Kerpipe. Kripke, thank you, Jesus Christ. All right, you read it. <laughs> no, nope, can't do it. Names, we hit. All right, so yeah, Scott, tell us about this episode. We're back in worst. in
0: in order. Everything's back. We're good <laughs> now, guys. Oh, help me. Uh, written by Eric Kripke, Kripke, who were fuck you, Lindsay. God damn it. <laughs> 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 written by Eric Kripke, who worked on Supernatural, which was like a huge thing that Andrew and I have been talking about. He was like, dude, as soon as I saw Eric Kripke, he's watching it for the first time right now.
1: Yeah, and Eric Eric Kripke is like also the showrunner. I'm pretty sure, right? Is oh, he either... is he? Okay,
0: that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It allows like I love when shows actually have a stable showrunner too because it keeps everything in line.
1: I think he is. I might be wrong about that.
0: If he is, and he should be, um, and directed by Julian Holmes, who worked on Carnival Row, which I think I've only seen like two episodes of that, but I'm told that it's one of those shows that has a slow burn to start. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, that's the same thing that people told me about Peaky Blinders, and that's why I couldn't keep watching.
1: I didn't watch Peaky Blinders, even though I've been told I need to. Yeah. I enjoyed Carnival Row. I don't really care whether or not there's a season two. So for what that says about it, right? Like, I enjoyed it. I watched it more than once, but I wasn't, like...
0: See, even more than once is, like, I feel like you would... if. I, I don't know. It I just, mostly it watched grab it me. more
1: than once for Orlando Bloom, who's kind of hot in it. So naturally, yeah, it's really more about that.
0: That's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he kind of like became a man in Carnival Row. <laughs>
0: like he's so oh anyway. shit. Okay, it's
1: just kind of there for that. He's like facial hair, and anyway,
0: he's not the Legolas that we know. <laughs>
1: no, it's like a a, a different version. Nor is he like what's his name in Pirates. You know, he's like a man, not a boy in this. So. Something to be said.
0: Why can't I... Will Turner. That's his name. Right. I couldn't remember his name for some fucking reason. Um, But yeah, the episode this week was uh the boys head to russia to find the weapon that killed soldier boy and find (gasps) spoilers already guys soldier boy which i fucking called the minute they were talking about him and i for me honest to god dude it like it solidified it for me when they had the flashback and crimson came back and was like they got him the nicaraguans have some gun i'm like no they don't no they do not this is so stupid
1: and we're gonna talk about that because i'm curious I think there's a lot that we, I don't know what everybody actually knows right now, but yeah, it was, I mean, we see, we see him wake up out of the cryo chamber in the trailer. So it was obvious that,
0: well, yeah, yeah. but, and I'm just like, this is so like, it's, I think it goes back to what Matt said, where it's like, we know more than the audience or like than the people in the show know. And I feel like fake outs like that are kind of irritating (laughs) Be-
1: I don't know. I like the dramatic irony. I think it's, it's being done well where it's well. And the only reason we know that is because of the trailer. So exactly. that's, some, I that's somebody producing the trailer, making that call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: sure. Kimiko is tired of being butcher's gun, but gets lasered by soldier boy before she and Frenchie can quit. And Huey and Butcher take both take V24, which was, like, the fucking best part of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Homelander has Newman in his pocket, benches Stan Edgar, and kills Supersonic to teach Starlight a lesson. I'm not even going to read the last one because I... Fuck A-Train, dude. Like, A-Train <laughs> is legitimately such a piece of shit. Like I know. It reminds me of the South Park episode with Tolkien and Token. And everybody just keeps telling Stan that he's a piece of shit. <laughs> dude, I fucking, I wanted a train to have a redemption arc so bad and turn out to be like a cool guy. But I'm like, no, he, he doesn't fucking get that now. He's a fucking asshole. I,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I deeper, dumb as shit. They're both so dumb. Like intelligence wise. They're both just fucking idiots.
1: Yeah, they are and they are really interesting foils to each other and I'm excited to talk about them. Yeah. As we dig into this. Do you have anything that you wanted to add from the conversation last week or anything that we didn't bring up that you wanted to throw in like before we jump into this episode?
0: So, my only thing um <clears throat> and it's kind of something matt said towards the end of the episode was like yeah you are towards the beginning of the episode where you get to watch the show and you see like all oh, these superheroes actually are like terrible people yeah i mean i get that this is like and the only reason i'm bringing this up is this is the first time we've ever talked about the boys right so i i've never had a platform to say this before but and I understand that, like, yeah, Homelander's a special situation because he was raised away from people and he, like, craves attention, or he, like, craves approval and, like, wants to be loved. But it's, like, a warped version of love because he's a fucking narcissistic sociopath. Right. Um, My problem is that every hero is, like, a behind-the-scenes douchebag. Like only starlight and supersonic are good guys. Like they're, they're the only ones trying to be like legitimate heroes, even Mave, Like you can, t- like she doesn't give a shit about anything, but you can tell like she wants to be a good hero, but she's just lazy or like disillusioned.
1: Shaded jaded and disillusioned. Yeah. My, my feedback to that. And, and this does feed into something we're going to talk about a little later too, is that the heroes that we know are assholes mostly are members of the seven who we really see in their psyche. Like if you look at somebody right. like a termite, for instance, termite was doing some like depraved shit, but he uh. felt pretty bad about it when that guy died. Right. And yeah. and so I don't know that they're all like bad people. I think that not all of them are probably aware of how fake The veneer is that Matt and I talked about a lot in the last episode, right? Of like all of the kind of social stuff, the fame. I think they probably think they're part of like a legitimate organization that because they are out, you know, saving people ostentably. And some of them are really bad. Like we see with like the blue whatever. Um, what's his name? Who's like curb stomping dudes and oh um,
0: shit. Um yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Falcon or Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk. Yeah.
1: Um, like I, there's definitely ones that are bad. I think that absolutely makes sense. Like, look at like celebrities
0: Oh, some I know. Of them
1: are like overtly good. Some of them are overtly bad and some of them are just sort of existing. And I think that probably a lot of the soups that are like lower tier, like don't totally understand everything going on with Vought and Homelander. And the ones that do are scared. Right. So I think you have to be yeah. like really special and really brave. And that's what the show's trying to tell us is that like Starlight is really unique because she's actually willing yeah. to stand up against it like overtly. And Maeve is smarter than Starlight, which we'll talk about, but like in the way that she's fighting back. But I think mostly like we see with A Train and The Deep, they're scared
0: because oh, yeah. The Deep
1: isn't like a, well, The Deep is a pretty bad guy. I don't think he's destroy the world bad, though, right? No,
0: he's just... He's a predator. Yeah, he's just creepy, and all he cares about is number one.
1: Yeah, well, and I, like, always remember his assault on Starlight, right? Where I'm like, and yeah. that's also still who you are. But but he's not like, I'm going to take out, you know, the, the global infrastructure and yeah, destroy New the, York. Yeah. Which, like i think black noir might get down with so i think there's there's like shades of gray which i think makes the show interesting
0: yeah and i mean that's i'm like i'm behind it with them being like multifaceted and shit but like the the other thing too and i don't know why this this show is so much harder for me to do it like than say marvel comics or dc I know the comics. That was another thing you and Matt were talking about. Is that neither of you really do? I do actually. I have actually read these, Um, and there are a lot of like.
1: I know you'd actually read them. I thought you just kind of knew a few things.
0: Oh no, no, I've I've actually read them. Um, So I know a lot of like how things. So like. In the first season, like it's just the deep that sexually harasses uh stargirl in the comics, it's black noir a train uh Homelander, and the Deep, and she does it
1: like I've she, read she that. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't
0: actually like go to the press or whatever, yeah, and I think the smart thing about this show is it does put things in a very modern like twist, so like yeah, absolutely, they were smart to make it like she outed the deep and was like, he's a fucking piece of shit. Um, instead of her just like doing it and being naive and stuff, I think it creates a lot more like, dude, let's root. Let's keep rooting for starlight. Like, cause Mm -hmm. I fucking, like, I love her.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So let's dive into it then.
0: All right. The deep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's talk about, um, I thought we'd start by talking about the, everything going on with Homelander. And oh,
0: and Victoria
1: a pit of insecurity that he calls a soul.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I first, like Victoria's a monster. I just want everybody to know that. I think that she's a monster, but yeah, I, the whole, like injecting her kid thing was, I honestly, I don't think I saw that coming. I, I think I was, that was one of the only parts in the episode where I was just like, dude, right yeah that was that was fucking crazy um but i think it does show that even she is not as she's a lot and he says it but she's a lot more like mr edgar um than even mr edgar like thought
1: oh totally
0: and i think it shows when Homelander thinks he's manipulating her, but you can tell this is kind of what she wants too.
1: Well, yeah. And I think, well, because I don't think she wants to stand against Homelander. No, that's always been the deal. Right. And you can really see now as the pieces come together, how much it makes sense that even when they had, uh, the CIA agent or FBI or whatever, who was like more on the boys side, but Victoria popped her head at the start of season two. Um, you know the one I mean oh they yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. the informant
1: yeah no the one who was like she's like the CIA agent who's just like working with them they were informing right supposed to, to be
0: helping them and shit
1: yeah she's the one who met with Stillwell and was like you're fucked and your company's fucked and all of that stuff yeah Um, I think it even makes sense how she was always like we can't go after Homelander right that was the whole deal with Butcher like in season one she's like we're not gonna go after him full stop live with it and it's interesting to see how this all connects because she obviously would have liked to and was a good guy and wasn't working Yeah, for Vought, absolutely. But Vought pulling the strings and the way that Newman says in this episode, it's practically, it's practically federal policy not to go after Homelander. And it's like, yeah, I get that. I get how you set that up. Cause you're scared. I get how Vought set that up because Vought's scared and like, and then it trickles down into impacting people who are not otherwise on Vought's side. I thought that was super interesting.
0: So here's, here's like my one, my one caveat to, to liking how they, cause I do. I like that. They're like, there's nothing we can do. Like we just, that's, he's in a class all on his own. And that's that's fine. That's how everybody's dealt with Superman types uh mm-hmm. in the past. Like, dude, we can't. We have literally nothing that can deal with Superman. Except Superman has Kryptonite. Yeah, Superman and, and we can don't, be hurt in by magic. Show. I and know that in the comics there's so um, in the comics, the boys can be hurt or the the soups can be hurt by uranium based weapons and each other. But yeah. the the big thing is in the comics and I don't I'm sorry I'm going to spoil this for anybody who does plan on reading it but you're listening to this episode so you brought this on yourself. Um Black Noir is a clone of Homelander and was made specifically to stop Homelander if he went fucking rogue.
1: Yeah, totally. That's I think that's like the one comic spoiler that's reasonably comic uh, common knowledge.
0: Common, yeah.
1: Yeah. The only but spoilers I don't do want from now. the comics are if you know what happens to the plot line right now. Like, whereas that oh. is like something that's in the comics, but it's not going to happen. I, that's clear. It can't
0: happen now. Yeah.
1: No, but, um,
0: which I thought was a weird choice to change, but here, I don't, here's.
1: Everybody knows about it. There's, this is not a strict yeah. adaptation to the comics, and I like that. I like that this stands on its own. I like that we can, like, know that, but it doesn't inform us whatsoever on what's going on with the show because I don't want to have the plot spoiled
0: no and that's fine because i mean in the comics soldier boy is still alive he's not he's a weaker version a mentally weaker morally weaker version of captain america and to to help his career he actually ends up having sex with homelander like it's (laughs) it's i'm that's why i was like this is so crazy that they're putting soldier boy in the show but then like when they showed him i was like oh this is like a winter soldier like piece of shit captain america version it's so, all
1: going to be different, and I'm glad I'm yeah. kind of like cool. It's it stands on its own.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. And I yeah. well, and that's why I, like I preface that to to say this is my only caveat to the show is eventually it's going to get tiresome that no one can fight or stand up to Homelander. Like, well,
1: I don't think so. I think we're going to deal with that real quick. I think I, well, so let's.
0: Yeah, I have sorry. thoughts on that. Go ahead.
1: No. I'm like, no, I have thoughts on that as we keep going. We'll circle back to that. But I do think that they are going to be able to... I think Soldier Boy is going to be the weapon. I think his...
0: So, when we talk about Kimiko, or the end of the episode, I, that's... I, something about the beam that he has that stopped her from healing, I feel like that's some kind of, like, soup neutralizing ability.
1: Yeah, i agree I, I think that's gonna come in handy
0: yeah i think that's what we're gonna get also can i just say that it's a it's a very common trope that if you have characters talking about leaving and changing their lives together some really negative shit is about to happen to them oh, seriously like
1: um but back to homelander and, yeah. and newman matt called this last week that nobody was gonna want to go after homeland yeah that was what, and I like hadn't thought of that. I'm like, do we really think that, I guess, and I guess actually apropos of what you were saying, right? Of like, can we fight against Homelander? I was like, if all the soups got together, surely they could figure something out. But that's in no way what's going to happen. And it's not even yeah. just that people won't actively fight against him or stand up to him. A-Train is actively fucking ratting on people who are trying oh, yeah. to do that. He legitimately he just wants to get way. back
0: and his good graces. Like he, yeah, he it doesn't was, give a fuck about others.
1: I can't believe A-Train. Like, I'm really, I really thought that A-Train was going to, I thought either he or the Deep, them. right? Somebody's going to get pushed over the edge and decide to help them. And A-Train already has. A-Train more train does than make the, sense
0: to go over, yeah.
1: And more than the Deep, right? Because with when the Deep pulled the Flight 37 black box,
0: Mave oh, yeah. was
1: like, do this for me because I'm going to help you get back into the seven. Like his, it like really deeply benefited the deep to do that. Right. Whereas when A Train leaked all the Nazi stuff on Stormfront, it wasn't going to get him back into the seven. It wasn't going to get him his powers back. It was just the fucking right thing to do. Yeah. And yeah, he was mad because they refused to bring him back to the seven because he was black, right? That was the reason they weren't bringing him back because Stormfront didn't want him on the team. Yeah. But. Um, it was still more about doing the right thing. And then they have kind of this like, like social justice storyline with him going on right now. And I really thought that if either of them was going to just make a decision to do the right thing, I thought it was going to be a train. And I can't believe like that. They both are such assholes after everything that Homelander's pulling on them And their fight was so fascinating to me. Like they hate themselves so much for. Oh yeah. This is all about self hate.
0: And I think, I think that's, that's like right on, on the nail. Like that's, that's right on, right on point. I I think that them knowing that they can't do anything. Their only outlet is to take it out on the other. Mm -hmm. And like,
1: they they see themselves in one another. I think.
0: And you can actually see that with a train. His first shot goes right to the deep skills. Yeah. He's like, bro, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. The gill shot. Yeah, (laughs) Fucking deep man. Dude,
0: he's, I, I don't think the deep of the two of them, I would have expected a train to be the one that, um, and I should have known. I should have, dude, I was watching this episode and I was like, I should have known this afterwards. I had, you know, hindsight's 2020 or whatever. And I was like, bro, him changing his costume to try and like fit in with the the African-American community. I was like, no, this guy like watching this now, I'm like this dude does not get it. This guy has no fun. And everybody's calling him out for it and like oh. telling him how fucking stupid he looks. And like he's his rebranding is dumb as fuck.
1: Well, and I like how the deep is like, ooh, rebranding this late in the game. Uh yeah, how like, that work for Eagle oh. the Archer when he became Eagle the Rapper? And I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. Dude, like thanks for the follow-up on eagle man
0: like- uh yeah and he's just <laughs> like it it makes of the two of them it does make more sense that a train is the one that like would be- he is in a position story-wise of everything that we've set up to be the one that flips on him because every time we see him interact with homelander he fucking hates him
1: yeah i'm surprised that he That he went to Homelander with that information because A Train's usually more like, look about, he didn't go to anybody about Starlight in the Compound V in season two. Like, A Train's game is normally more like playing a dead hand and just getting quiet and and trying to play it for his own benefits. I mean, he never told anybody a lot of what was going on with like Huey in season one. I, do, I don't know. I don't know. I really didn't expect him to do this, and I was really mad at him about it. Um, his The uh, commercial, though, the rip on the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial was oh so my God.
0: funny. Dude, this show like, is so smart about it, shit like it's, that.
1: It's brilliant. Just the way they... Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard at that. He's like, this is important. And here's, here's my... like, Legitimately, this is my biggest question about... Um, That section of it is like they have a bit where he runs in, right? Like he breaks up the protest. Yeah. Did they CG that in the final or does he actually, can he actually still run at all?
0: So I don't know. Here's the thing. Like the way they make it sound is he can't because he has a heart condition or he can't keep going that fast because he has a heart condition.
1: I mean, he said in the last episode to his brother, if I ever run again, they don't know what'll happen. Yeah. And I'm like ever or. Yeah. And
0: that's why I'm like, why are why? you even on the seven at this point? That's fucking right. stupid. And the only reason I get it is because Newman killed shockwave at the, the Capitol, um, in season two. When she was like killing all the people, it was the hearing or whatever. So shockwave is dead. There's no speedster. Um, well, kind of. There's more. um, more There are other speedsters somewhere. But
1: well, no. But I. How did a train?
0: He over abused compound V and it led to a heart condition. No, 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 no. no. I know that. I know that. I mean, how
1: did he get back on the team? He, um, he got back on because after Stormfront was revealed as a Nazi, they were like, no, now we do want a black guy on the team. Right. But it's,
0: I get that, but it's like, I
1: have that mixed up earlier when I said that, that I said they didn't want him on the team because of that. There was a flip flop in season two. At one point they were like,
0: the they didn't want the deep back. back yeah they didn't want the deep back at all but then they were like uh i think it was ashley was the one that said it like he's on a book tour he it would show good pr or that he's no, I like just, he's revitalized or something i, I
1: said earlier remember. that i thought a train was mad because or that, oh
0: that they brought the deep back before him
1: well right but they they didn't. They brought A-Train back. I had that wrong earlier is what I'm trying to say. Oh, to I got gotcha. you. myself from okay. before. I said that they <laughs> didn't want him on the team because Stormfront didn't want him on the team. But ultimately, it was that they were bringing him back on. I'm just trying to remember why he stole the Nazi papers. That's where I said that was because they didn't want him on the team. But I think he just actually just did that because it was the right thing to do. It wasn't about being on the seven or not because they were already going to bring him back.
0: Yeah, he already knew that he was coming back.
1: Yeah, when he outed those papers, right? So, so the only I can't thing I think, actually, I'm not sure I have that right. I'm like, we mm, should just like take all that out of this episode. I'm like, I don't
0: remember. <laughs> the only thing that I can think about like why he would do that is just pettiness. He was like, this bitch got me kicked off of the seven and she's a racist piece of shit. Now yeah. I want to come back to... Also, I didn't mention this before because I wasn't on the episode, and this is something I wanted to bring up. But, um, bravo to them—like having her commit suicide, like because that was just—I don't know what they could have done with her story. Oh, just to get her off, the, yeah, just to get her so out, write, of there. writing her off, yeah, somewhere. yeah, yeah. No,
1: because I did not, for not need her off for
0: sure. Yeah, I I didn't need that superheated crispy hand job at all in my in my brain at all. I didn't need that.
1: No, I'm glad she's gone. Now here's where more on A Train, where I think people are fucking up, is that I think that Starlight should have told Supersonic the whole history of all of this.
0: I agree. I don't know. I don't really know why she didn't tell him a whole lot of stuff. Uh, she, he was just like, "This is my plan, and this is what I'm doing," but she didn't fucking say.
1: Like, don't tell anybody else about this. Like, yeah. we're not trying to recruit. Don't talk to A Train in the deep. Like, here's the people who definitely we don't want to tell about this.
0: Right. Or at least say, like, dude, Mave is helping me. But like, right, don't. But no why one else on the, the seven. You, 100%. Like, you should know, like, dude, don't go to. And I think a lot more of that just plays up to. And this is kind of annoying because it does short, sort of show, like, oh, they were friends from like childhood. They're kind of the same naivete level. Mm, and like supersonic is like super naive that was not me trying to make a pun but that worked (laughs) out that way um he is he is very naive and for a brief second when they do kind of show him like willing to listen to homelander and he is afraid of him but he's also like like you can just tell he's kind of like not aware of the game um I thought they were going to swap his story with soldier boys and make him the one that has sex with Homelander to like boost his numbers or whatever, because in the comics, Homelander is just like a horny fuck. Like he just, he, he he's a fuck boy all the time in this. He's like, he doesn't really care about that. Although him being naked on the couch when Ashley walked in was fucking hilarious.
1: I don't know. I think Homelander's always had sex be part of his story. It's just weird. He's not like Yeah. He did he's not like a confident lover. Like he like Stormfront was I don't I don't know. I don't <laughs> like you remember him with Stillwell or with Doppelganger?
0: Oh Do you yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's he's he always had sex himself. be part
1: of his story. Yeah. It's just that it's not like he's a player all the time. But sex no, sex is always I know. part of his story.
0: It just doesn't seem to be as like prominent as I would normally have and that that was my fault for being like, oh, this is going to be an adaptation. No, no like I I'm don't loose.
1: think yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think that knowledge of the comics is going to help you here.
0: It's not. It actually hasn't. And that's fine with me. And that's that's one thing. The Boys is not a show where I would be like, bro, this has to be like spot on. Like there's so much awesome shit they can do with this that I'm fine with them taking like creative liberties and changing shit. Like, and I do love that. We have our own Scarlet witch this season. I do fucking love mm-hmm. that. But I mean,
1: when I hear stuff about the comics and I've like looked into it, like I'm aware of like a lot of the larger plot lines, like I've right. seen images of the strips and stuff like that. It strikes me that the show is much smarter and less shock value for as much shock value as there is in the show. Yeah. Um, and I would prefer the smarter version of it. I actually really don't care. Any, all the comic stuff, I'm like, nah, this is this show is so smart. I don't need the original uh, text to like inform me. Whereas even like, and I, I know this is blasphemy, but even like the wheel of time, I feel like I need the original text to inform me on a lot of what's going on there because it's not 100% fleshed out. Like when we had yeah. those conversations, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I get that about this character, but I have this background on it this I think right. stands much more on its own and it's really smart and really well done. And I don't feel like I need the text to inform me about anything that's going on here.
0: Yeah. And Isn't that's my feeling about it. I, and I'm a great. Sign. It <laughs> is. Yeah. And I was like, I was super behind it when, uh, when I finally was like, Oh, we don't have to follow this. But like in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but the, I meant to say it earlier, but, um, because we're talking about Victoria and Homelander but I don't know what it is Mr. Edgar is my favorite character on the show
1: Oh well because Giancarlo Esposito is perfect in everything Dude he is He is so good His... Watch Better Call Saul why why do you do this to oh me Oh my
0: god I know I, No it's
1: okay Umbrella Academy first I But know. no he is he is super super awesome Uh, his
0: entire conversation first of all i love that um homelander uses his like abilities to tell when people are afraid of him and scared and shit and he knows for a fact that mr edgar does not give a shit about him because his heart rate never goes up he never like he he's just like he's always calm he just doesn't give a fuck about homelander and his conversation at the top of seven tower or vaught tower Talking mm-hmm. like, I I just love that he has the massive balls to tell Homelander that he's just bad product.
1: Oh my God, I know. Why is he not scared? Because he like, knows
0: that even if, if Homelander kills him, it's, it's going to destroy Homelander.
1: It would get covered up.
0: It can't. There's no one to cover. He even tells him there's no one to cover for him now.
1: Well, and that's kind of a question that I had because it's like from a corporate legal official standpoint, someone else will be named CEO. It's is it going to be Homelander?
0: No, it's Homelander, Homelander, because he Edgar tells him like you're in charge now. Like I'm anxious to see what you do.
1: But do, and and it's like it seemed to me when he said that. Like, it sounds like it means that Homelander's actually in charge, but I'm like, we know from season one that Ashley is technically their boss. Obviously, they have run roughshod over her. So, the question, because she's in Stilwell's position now, right? Remember how powerful Stilwell was over the Soups in season one? That's Ashley now. So, it depends on the person who's in these roles. But it seems to me that from a legal technical standpoint, someone else will be named CEO of Vought, but that Homelander, like I think what Edgar was saying was, I am the last person who you were afraid to run roughshod over. And therefore with me gone, you will be de facto in charge of everything the way that Homelander's like, no, I make all the decisions about who goes on the team, all the ways that he did that to Ashley in the last season where it's like technically that's her job, but he is low key doing all of it and making the decisions. I think that's what he's saying. Someone else is going to step in. There's going to be another character. It might even be Ashley who gets promoted within VOD because yeah, there's got to be a board of that. directors. This isn't just like now Homelander's in charge. Like there are legal technicalities here that have to be dealt with.
0: I could see it being Ashley. Cause she very clearly like is in Homelander's pocket too. Like, yeah, she was, she's in Stillwell's position, but she does not have the control over him. Like Stillwell did in the beginning, and, because we know what happened to Stillwell, but
1: well, right. <laughs> but, and Stillwell was next in line to take over for Edgar. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to me that it might be Ashley and that Homelander would support that because he already walks all over her. I really loved the way that Ashley like gets shat on by Homelander, but then takes that and like gives it back to the, the guy from the like Vought News Network or whatever Oh. with the God. Homelander strap on. Yeah. Oh my God. I le- so I, i kind of ashley's like my favorite secondary character to watch because she's just it's 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 insane ashley's character development is fucking crazy
0: she uh what is it she's having sex with with uh richard bork who was the he's like the john jack or the Zack snyder released
1: yeah, the bork cut
0: <laughs> yeah the bork cut that shit fucking dude i was dying when i first that saw so that funny but I did I like she is just as fucked up as they are. Like she makes him pull her hair, but then he pulls a piece of her hair out. I was like, no, Well, she the-
1: tells him to pull it out because she Ashley's been Uh-oh. pulling her own hair out this whole time. Since season two, she's been twisting her hair in her fingers. She created a bald spot. There's been a whole oh, yeah. little plot line. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, been yeah, yeah. doing that to herself out of stress. And now she's channeled it into a sex thing. And she was like, pull my hair out. And then and now she's like Pulling out this strap on to fuck this dude, which she did because she was like, "No, say it if you're." What was the line? Is your is your uh, have to go back
0: and watch something it? Something brain
1: being fucked by stupid. Is your idiot brain being fucked by stupid? And and he's like, "What if I say yes?" And she's like, "Then I have to punish you." And pulls out the strap on, and he's like, "My idiot brain is being fucked by stupid." I'm like, oh my yeah.
0: god, dude,
1: that strap on was legit. That was that
0: wasn't that was not a joke. <laughs> that's
1: really not a joke. Like that's oh my god, dude. I really love Ashley. Um how are who speaking of like um logistics on the seven and stuff, so they they kill supersonic. So now what? Who's gonna replace him?
0: So that was my like that was my huge question at the end of this uh what first of all I saw him dying like coming a mile away but I didn't see the way he died coming and that was like bruh
1: <laughs> I thought he was gonna be on the show longer and so did I, I. It, this was also the first episode where we've seen all like the seven have seven members in like, yeah a team all meeting.
0: together yeah
1: yeah, and then immediately he's dead. So, what did, I'm wondering what they do from a PR perspective? Because they just ran this whole stupid
0: show about TV bringing show. him on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know How what do they they're going to do. This
1: up? Like, what, did, what are they going to do? They've been trying to cover up like dead members of the seven for a minute, right? And
0: yeah, since the show started. Yeah. Like, first, it was translucent. Oh my God, the translate.
1: <laughs> By the way, I know so we'll get to this. I'm not trying to derail us. <laughs> with when they have the dildo fight and the translucent one is glass. I almost died.
0: Oh my God. That's fucking see amazing. Through
1: dildo? Anyway, I'm sorry. That was, I, um,
0: no, but that's what that's, the show is just like really smart with shit like that. Like them even telling translucent, like translucent doesn't mean invisible. You fucking idiot.
1: Yeah. You know what would have made more sense here, but I think maybe they didn't want to bring on the other character, which leaves me with the same question about what they're going to do with the seven is like, they maybe should have promoted like silver Kincaid and then had, and um, what's his name? Supersonic. And then when supersonic died, they would have brought in the, Deep, they
0: bring him in. Yeah, right. They bring him Instead of,
1: but, but now it's like, so, okay, they didn't want to do that. So they're not trying to bring on one of these other characters. So like, I think they're going to lie and say that he's on a mission like they did with translucent and just like, try to cover it up somehow. Cause Bot probably can't handle the PR
0: yeah and here's the thing only homelander and uh starlight know that oh, right now
1: shit that's right like but and homelander's gonna be calling the shots at Vought now so he's yeah. gonna so, so all he has to do is say i it?
0: sent supersonic out on a on a mission like yeah he's on a super seat and they're like okay
1: well but okay i actually think we might be onto something here because what they're gonna do about it is whatever stupid thing comes to homelander's brain first
0: Oh yeah. Which yeah. means
1: this this could be his undoing. Like whatever dumbass thing, because he's so blasé about this kind of thing. He like, is. oh, it doesn't matter. Say that he's sick or something, right? Like that's only gonna last for so long. This might be one of the things Where that it starts, starts to undo yeah. Homelander. Yeah, this might come back to bite him the way he, he handles this.
0: Here's why, like, dude, this is this is actually why I really do love this show. Homelander is like a terrible thing. Fucking character, but he's also like fucking hilarious to me.
1: He's the best character to watch. This is what Matt and I were talking about yeah. last week. Like, I he's obviously a bad person, but Dude, he is him my having a key to Starlight's character.
0: apartment is fucking hysterical to me. He
1: doesn't need to have a key. He's I know. Even, like it's unbelievable to me that they even are like, How'd you get in here? I'm like, how the fuck do you think you got in here? And he just ripped the door open. Like, I don't think Homelander <laughs> needs a key.
0: Dude, he fucking fucking signs huey's cast
1: oh my
0: god (laughs) without him even asking that was like the funniest part to me and
1: it says best homelander
0: yeah like he doesn't even know who like he doesn't give huey is so below his notice like well, and shit, I like how Hollander
1: oh does this, right? That he one of his big intimidation moves is just to be somewhere, just to show up, just to yeah. show people like I can show up here whenever the fuck I want. I can be in your apartment. He's in. I mean, he does uh, it to
0: Butcher earlier in he, the in the season. He's just like, where's, he it where's to, Ryan?
1: He does it to Newman in this episode as well. Yeah. So he's he's always just sort of popping up, and he kind of does it to Stillwell too. Like he shows up at her like baby appointment.
0: In oh season yeah. Nine. Like he Holy just kind shit, of appears,
1: yeah. He just shows up and is intimidating, and I like that move. And yeah, I, uh, we'll talk about about Huey um, in a moment. But I'm just thinking, what? Oh, let's let's talk about Maeve and Homelander. As we like, I like her approach to this a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: She's a lot. very like in the shadows about it
1: she's and the I, best
0: yeah i think i think god dude this just you know what it is dude it's not even about maven homelander it, it literally just goes back to i can't believe that starlight didn't say something to supersonic
1: i know i'm about really like can't dude don't go didn't. talk to these people yeah chill everybody but also i like how starlight conversely even though she has reason to trust me goes to talk to maven is like have you heard about all these things and she's like who the fuck do you think told butcher about these things yeah like i'm definitely working with you i'm just not a fucking moron about it like you know which she starlight should never have told supersonic about any of this without talking to huey first i'm astounded she didn't communicate with anyone before she talked to supersonic but mave is smart i like that mave's like no people people think what i want them to think about with me i am not waking up in some random fuck pile every day i am not drinking i did not stop training i'm up here working my ass off and i'm and and even then she knows she's gonna get murdered and she's like but i might be able to get you know distract him for a second get a few licks in before um while well, butcher takes a shot
0: because i know what i like how the it, the story ends or whatever i do hope and you are correct Again, spoilers, and I don't. You know, this will maybe be the first time I get to spoil something for you. But
1: well, no, I'm like, don't do major comic spoilers for plot. I don't want to know if you know who dies. I don't oh, I know do. That. Okay, don't so don't tell me. me who dies. No, okay. no major plot spoilers. Never mind then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to know who dies. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, I actually just really don't even want to. Like, I know a couple basic things from the comics about, like, I know that hero gasm is coming. I understand the stuff about Black Noir. Beyond that. I really don't want to know. I I think the show stands on its own.
0: It does. And that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't think they're going to do hero gasm though.
1: They are. It's confirmed.
0: Oh, are they? Shit. Okay. Yeah, They're
1: doing it this season. Confirmed.
0: Also, just as another little side note of confirmed, uh, we already have season four confirmed. Amazon. I saw that on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is awesome.
0: That's fucking cool.
1: But I, I really like, I like what Maeve is doing here
0: she plays everybody I think she gets the game more than anybody else
1: absolutely I agree and I think it's an interesting nod like even though it's like it's funny it's it's how good the writing is right the scene where homelander is talking to starlight and Huey right and he's like or no, I think it might just be when he's talking to Starlight later. And he's like, "No, no, no, but you know, this is how Maeve and I got together at first, right? Like it was a PR no, stunt." No, that's and then when it was he real. shows up
0: and he's okay. talking about like, "We're just like it's not real, it's just for the cameras." Although that's how it started with Maeve and right. you know, she And can he
1: mentions right? He's like she can
0: bend an iron bar not with her hands.
1: <laughs> yeah. And but so even though that was like pointed at making huey and starlight angry and all of the things it's also great writing because it does set up that like mave is not wrong to say that she might be able to get a couple of hits in like she is super fucking powerful yeah and homelander knows it i think i think that was an interesting like i'm making a sex joke but also the writing on the show is impeccable like here's Homelander showing that he knows that she does not fuck around right so, and I liked how they explained how they got together. Cause that was a question I had last week. And I'm wondering how consensual it was from Maeve. She makes it sound like she was complicit in this, like that. She was like, yeah, no, we are together. It wasn't like what's going on with starlight.
0: Yeah. It, I feel like it did start out that way. And you kind of get that like in the first season when they stopped the, the dude at the top of the construction building. And then he's like, come on, we got to make it look like the guy shot at you. Mm-hmm. and she just goes the things i let you do to me right it's it doesn't seem like she was forced into that situation like uh starlight has been
1: she's also very smartly faking it with him right yeah. i'm kind of wondering how much of their relationship may have just fully faked to homelander to make it like kind of like Stillwell did right so that he didn't right. fucking murder her um But she also says she's like, no, I mean, I'm the one who was with the guy. Like I'm going to – she like makes it sound like her being with him has like an impact on him being such a bad person. I'm wondering if we're going to find out more about this relationship.
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that.
1: Yeah, because it's weird that she says that. It's weird that it gets brought up twice in this episode. The fact that they were together and what that looked like. We got more information on, on that this week than we have in two seasons before it. And I'm like, why do you think that there's an impact on that? Because she's like, Starlight's like, but you're going to die. And she's like, well, I was the one who was with the bastard. Like, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Huh. I'd like more information.
0: Uh, I mean, maybe she feels responsible that he is the way he is or she's partly responsible. But he was, they even show it in this, in season two. Like, when they show him, like, being introduced to all the, quote, mothers. He was like that from, from like, a young age. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I think that's something that we do need to explore cuz you're right. I didn't even think of that. She does she mentions it twice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that's coming back. I think that's going to matter. I'm um I'm fucking
0: here for that. Let's go, dude. Yeah.
1: I'm concerned she's going to die though, but we're going to see. I'm like Starlight, you might be right. But I I can't wait to see her fight Homelander. I hope we do get to see that cuz Maeve is like low-key so powerful. Yeah. But she's, most, she's like a Wonder Woman, right? So she doesn't have like any – she doesn't fly. That's the problem. If Maeve flew, I think she would a She has to be have carried around
0: by him all the time.
1: Well, it's just that I think Homelander has a huge edge on her by being able to fly.
0: Yeah. All he has to do she, is pick her up.
1: If she had her – well, or fly away. Like she doesn't have a projectile power and she doesn't fly. Yeah. So I don't really understand how – and also the sword Maeve, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not sure that's going to oh, work. Oh,
0: yeah. We already know that's fake. Like, it's just, it's just like a, what, what does she call it? She calls it a, a prop for image or whatever.
1: And she, but she's training with it.
0: Yeah, I don't.
1: And I'm like, why? Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm kind of confused about her plan. <laughs> but, um, anyway.
0: Yeah, that is actually really dumb. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> why are we training with a sword? What's the plan stupid.
1: here? But so let's. Let's talk more about Victoria then. Let's dig into this side of it before we get into the rest of the boys. Her whole thing has me a little bit confused. What do you mean? So she says, like, the way I understand it, like, she's obviously terrified go after Homelander, right? When Edgar's like do this press conference, she's like fuck no, are you kidding me? Like why would we, we don't go after Homelander, I do a whole bunch of crap for you but we don't go after Homelander right? Yeah. And but then we realize later when Homelander's at her place that she's already been found out by Homelander and he knows that she's the head popper and she's like doing stuff for him because he's ostensibly protecting that information or threatening her.
0: I think it's partly protecting her as being the head popper but also like her kid
1: yeah well and i wonder if he just is like i know this about you and also like do this for me or i will kill you
0: yeah i i don't think and i this has been debated on the internet a lot um i don't know that her power would work on him
1: she certainly doesn't seem to think so or i don't see why she wouldn't have done it during the attack on Congress or this time, right? He even says, he's like, try it. Like, he's pretty confident that she can't do it. And I don't know why she would be able to, to be honest. It doesn't seem to me that it would work. I, but what I want to know is last season, Homelander and Stormfront are watching the attack on Congress or after or It's after the attack on Congress. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you didn't do this. I didn't do this. What the fuck? Right? They have this moment where the two of them are like, what just happened? Yeah. So when did Homelander find out about her? Was he lying to Stormfront?
0: I don't see a reason for him to have lied to her about that.
1: Me either. I think he was like legitimately sold on her bullshit and would have.
0: Yeah. I don't. God, dude, that's actually a really good question. Um.
1: But conversely, it has, although well, it that, has been right? a
0: year. So it's been a year between two and three.
1: Right. So he might have found out sometime in that year, but here's where that doesn't track. Newman says to Edgar, I've been protecting you all these years. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, it wasn't you protecting me. It was me protecting you. And I'm like, so. Did she have some kind of agreement with Homelander where like I'll do stuff you want me to do, but you have to, but like not go after Edgar and that's what kept Edgar yeah. safe. But like then what things did she do for Homelander? Everything she did seemed to be for Edgar. Like he wanted Congress to get head popped. He wanted the CIA to get head popped. Probably. Right. Like, oh, I, uh,
0: definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't really know that that tracks. Either. I hope we get more details on this. Cause I'm like, how did you find this out? I, I don't think that they, that's something they'll omit. I think we will find out how he realized that and more about what their relationship looks like. And I wouldn't be surprised if we found out about stuff that she did that was for Homelander and that there's yeah. information we don't have about like Edgar being mad about something or Homelander asking her to do something and her protecting Edgar somehow.
0: i I don't know how they could not at least talk about how he found out because that does just create way more questions.
1: They must. I, so, yeah, and that's why I love the show. Cause I, I feel like the writing is reliably really good where if there's something yeah. that we can see like that, that's a question, they're probably going to answer it. And it's probably going to have a big impact on how we understand the characters. And I'm stoked about it. So yep. I can't wait to see what that, uh, what comes from that. And then, so it seems like what she does is she gets asked by Edgar to go to the press. Right. Right. And like to reprimand Homelander. She goes to Homelander with that intel. And he says, no, we're, we're going to screw Stan over. Yeah. Here's all the stuff you're going to use. Here's the paperwork, whatever he gives her. Right. And then I'm like, does she do this because they have like a longstanding. Or, like, agreement and thing that they do together? Or does she just do this because she wants to get the V for her kid and it's a one-time agreement that she makes with him? Like, is this the interaction where he tells her that he knows? Did he find out about her at some point in the last year and not do anything? And then now he goes to her and says, I know.
0: You mean, like, an opportune moment kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But- but I don't think that makes sense either because it's like, she would have had to go to him about the press conference to get the yeah new, she would have
0: had to have already talked to him about yeah, it. Yeah.
1: They would have had to have something in place. So it's, I'm like, what is going on? And then she gets the V in this, that clearly is part of this exchange. Like I'll screw over Edgar, but you need to get me. You v gotta for get my me V for my kid. Yeah. And so what do you think this power is going to be?
0: Cause I honestly, I, oh man, I have no idea. I was trying been trying to figure that out actually. Like, but here's the thing like the way that they do it in the boys is they and I'm I gotta go back and do a little bit more research, but they've never definitively said what's gonna give someone a particular power set. It's just kind of like a grab bag of possibility.
1: Yeah, it's random. And they say when you do it with adults, it's like sometimes you just melt into a pile of goo and sometimes you get powers.
0: Yeah, that's why they like tried to do it when they were younger and shit.
1: Well, and Zoe, when they give it to her, like I feel like you see like her back, like her spine fucking realign and she's in like a ton of pain.
0: Yeah. And I think
1: we're going to have, like, uh, the thing type of situation. I don't think Zoe's going to be able to hide her powers. I don't think this is going to work out so good.
0: Ooh, I didn't even think of that.
1: Yeah, I do not think this is going to be a power that nobody sees at all. I think what Victoria did is going to be immediately public.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, fuck. I didn't even think of that. Holy shit.
1: I think that's going to have major implications for her now that everyone knows how compound V works, right? It's not how, she, it's not like she could say publicly.
0: Mike child was oh born God. with powers. Like, yeah, yeah, she has
1: kid powers. Now they just manifested she's this age or whatever. Right. Because they do say in the, um, like the foster care house, the group home that like, Oh they're, like, yeah. Some of them,
0: oh, wait, sorry. That's strange. That's, that's stranger things. things. God damn it. <laughs>
1: um, they say there that, uh, And it's it was called Red River, I think, is what the place was called. Uh Oh, they say that oh, some of them manifest their powers really early and can't control them, and then we have a situation. So I'm like, they said that Starlight was born with like glowing eyes. That's obviously the lie that they told Starlight. So our actual information that we have is like probably most people do develop their powers a little older. Yeah. Or get given them a little get given the V a little older. Um. I don't know, but they were like, yeah, some of them developed it early and now it's a mess. Oh, and speaking of that, there is, I saw on the internet that people are saying that the teleporter in episode two at the Red River house is still Wells kid. And that's how he escaped as a baby that he teleported out of the exploding house
0: oh that actually would eh, i don't know how totally well that holds tried. together but that does make sense
1: they say his name
0: oh shit his name
1: they say it they're like is it teddy wasn't teddy the kid's name yeah i have a i don't know how to check that online real quick if it's but
0: oh right here the boys just proved a season one Stillwell theory was right all along regarding the true nature of Stillwell's son emerged in the boys first aired season three proves that they were right and he was the teleporter. That's awesome. That's sick as fuck.
1: Yeah. That, and that's, so I'm like, oh, so Stillwell gave her kid B. That makes sense. Yeah. Same reason that Victoria just did it, right?
0: Oh, yeah, to right. I forgot. Saved. That's right. Because, like, when he blows up the house, they find Teddy, like, uh, like two or three towns over or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I always wondered like, so Homelander grabbed this kid and how did he do that so quickly and grab butcher and get out of there? And well, yeah. And
0: Homelander had no reason to fucking save the kid. So he hated the
1: kid. Yeah. And like yeah. drop him somewhere random. That never made sense. So yeah, this was very cool. Um. Anyway, non sequitur, but yeah. yeah, but I think that Zoe's power is not going to be something that you can hide. And yeah, I think definitely not going to be a problem for Newman. Oh, and then my last question before we wrap up on on Homelander, which is like the bulk of our conversation yeah. today. Um, what is going to happen when that inevitable happens and the world sees him for the bad product that he is? Like, is that the move to destroy New York?
0: Yeah, I think he will actually make good on his threat to... Uh, well, see, I don't know, because you can still tell he does actually want approval like he actually mm-hmm. does crave it. I think him saying he doesn't care is just I don't want to say it's a facade because he very clearly doesn't care but I don't think he would actually make good on it because he deep down he does that's why he like every time he tried to get the like upper hand on Edgar in their conversation to make it seem like he uh, like he was like don't be mad at Victoria she and then edgar cuts him off and he's like i'm not like i'm already like 10 steps ahead of you with what you think you're manipulating me with and i you're you don't have the upper hand here mm-hmm. so i think at the end of the day homelander is just like a tantrum or like a tantrum child and i think he was just kind of like making an airy threat about like yeah i'm gonna destroy the fucking." country or whatever i I don't think, think he would actually do it i do not think he would actually do it
1: i think you're right and i think there's a little more to it i think that i think that that is what homelander believes that he would do yeah i think he believes that if given if everything else is taken away from him that his that and it's a reasonable threat and a reasonable logic to follow they're like hey if you fuck me over this way watch what i will do like this is this will be i'll have nothing else to lose i will fucking destroy everything watch and i think he thinks that but i think if it actually happened he would be a puddle i think he wouldn't know what to do i think once he had lost like because he really just wants to be loved like think about the doppelganger shit I don't think that he, like, if everybody really all the way turned against him. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he would do, but I'm not sure it would be destroy everything.
0: Yeah, I think he would be so
1: upset and broken.
0: I mean, we saw how he was when Stormfront killed herself. Like, he Mm -hmm. very clearly, like, can't handle major shit like that.
1: Well, and I'm even thinking more about, remember in the first rally with Newman in season two when Stormfront's not there? Oh,
0: and he imagines killing all the people in the...
1: Well, they start turning against him and then he's like watching it on TV later. And he's like devastated and he's like watching it in like... He's like backstage somewhere, isn't he? And he's like freaking out because he was like supposed to go out and... Oh no, it was after the news broke about him killing that guy. Uh, overseas with the military, and he killed the civilian oh, by accident. Yeah, 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 remember yeah. that. Yeah, and everyone turns on him, and he's watching everyone turn on him on TV. And he's backstage of filming Dawn of the Seven, having a flip out. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it would look more like that than it would like him destroying all the global infrastructure. To be honest, but
0: that's actually a good point. I didn't think of that. I f- I completely forgot he flipped out about that.
1: Yeah, I think it would be much more along those lines. But I think he believes. That he would just murder everybody. I hope we get to see what happens. I hope, and I think it's going to all come down through Supersonic. I think we're right about that. That it's going yeah, it's going to have to start with up, Supersonic, like, with no effort. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's everyone's going to be like, "The fuck are you talking about, bro?" <laughs>
1: like, I for like, ha- yeah, I think that that's going to fall apart on him real quick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and speaking of things falling apart, let's talk about Huey. <sighs>
0: Dude, okay, terrible, so I have bro. to
1: know because Matt last week initially was like <clears throat> Huey's gonna not want to take it. He's gonna be mad. No, right? uh, and I, was I like, did not, not agree with dude. that at all.
0: Yeah. No, I, I was
1: like, uh, Huey's gonna take that immediately. Huey
0: wants that shit
1: bad. I would have taken it too.
0: Bro, I, I knew he was he was bad about it when uh with the with the jar. As soon as yeah. he has a problem opening the fucking jar, I was like, dude, this guy feels so fucking inadequate right now. And so incapable.
1: I really, really liked that bit of writing. And I like that he still has the wrap uh, on his hand in this episode yeah. where, he, where he cut it. Um, Yeah, I knew he'd be first in line. To
0: yeah. take that and v. I knew he would steal it, too. Like, I knew Butcher would have taken his, obviously, because they needed to, like, get through there or whatever. But I did also. I was kind of th-
1: surprised. I thought Butcher was going to give it to him.
0: No, I did not think he was going to give it to him because I think deep down Butcher does care about Huey enough to be like, bro, we can't end up like them. Cause, because M.M. says it to him. He's like, it, 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 it. you doing that is to be or like the point of what we do is to not be like them.
1: Yeah, which I think speaks to your question about like why all the soups are bad. It's kind of like. Absolute power.
0: Yeah. Right? corrupts absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that that's part of the concern and what they're trying to get across with the V24 stuff. Like, fuck, I would have done it too, though. I, especially in Huey's position right now. Oh it's yeah. 100%. all hundred Like Starlight had to rescue me again.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm like, yeah, there's like a, a, a spoonful of toxic masculinity in there for you, Huey. Like it's, it's okay. But also I get it because like, it's not just about it's not just about starlight. I, yeah. I think that's where this is written well. It's not as though Huey's whole motivation is like because his girlfriend's more powerful than him. He has been emasculated, and just infantilized like the whole show.
0: Yeah, the, every time he tries to do it's, something, and
1: in, in every aspect of his life, right? It's not just right. about the gender role issue, and I think it's realistic that that plays into it, where he's like, I want to be able to like protect her and she's in danger and she has to be there with Homelander every fucking day. And I love her. And like, I can't do anything for her. I just stand there. Like when he was standing there with Homelander in the apartment, looking like he wanted to hit Homelander, but it's like, you fucking can't. Yeah. And I think he needs to understand too. And maybe he will be able to soon that Starlight is in the same position. Like, when she's on the roof and her eyes light up and Homelander's just like, we know, like, put that away. We know where that
0: goes. So, that's actually, I don't know why, but I think that's one of my, like, favorite sides of Homelander is when he, like, he actually does win and he does have every card. Yeah. Like, against Mr. Edgar, he doesn't. He doesn't have any of the cards. But this moment on the rooftop is so much smaller and like inconsequential by comparison. Mm-hmm. But it's like a win for him. And he's just like, stop it. You know how that ends. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. dude, okay, this is actually pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. it's And and I want, I want Starlight and Huey to have more opportunity to share that experience. Yeah. I think that would be good for Huey. To, because what he sees is that Starlight's eyes light up and she threatens to leave the team and take her approval points. And Homelander backs down a little bit. But when she tries to threaten him physically, oh, it's like, yeah. sit down. Like, and, and I think Huey needs to see that, that her power does not lie in her superpower against Homelander. Yeah. Right? I think that's a huge...
0: Well, and he's never been in a position to actually see their conversations like that. So I think that's the only way he can view it is like, no, she she has some power over him with the approval thing, but I think he kind of overestimates her a bit.
1: Oh, totally. And Starlight like never even uses her powers for anything. So it's like, it's yeah, not, that I, actually
0: kind of annoys me. I'm going to be totally honest with you. <laughs> like,
1: me too. It's a, it's a budgetary thing. And I think it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of poignant and part of the message of the story. Like, like Edgar says, real power doesn't come from that. Yeah. And this is about real power. Yeah. And that's very interesting to me and good, but also I'm like, Starlight, your power sucks. Like you.
0: her power kind of <laughs> is really dumb.
1: But I think Huey needs to understand that uh, having powers doesn't necessarily make you powerful, that this message like permeates in all aspects of the show and, and Huey and Butcher don't understand that. And also honestly, I'm not sure that rule applies to them in their current situation. Like for sure they needed their powers at the yeah. end of this episode and Huey's power was awesome. He has the same power as five from the umbrella Academy and I've, Fucking love it. It is my favorite power to watch. Um and I think I want to see him do it a bunch more because I really like the way that it looks in the boys and I really like the way that it looks in the Umbrella Academy and I think it looks better in both of these than it does in X-Men when Nightcrawler does it. So I'm here for it. Super super here for it.
0: I don't think he teleports. I think he's just fast.
1: Mm-mm, nah he loses his cast and his shoes or his clothes that's not speed you don't ju- like and he didn't rip out of his clothes he disappeared out of them he teleported
0: actually i guess that's true which yeah. also i want to point this out just as like a physics nerd or whatever that's so fucking on point I, know. I, I want people to like understand that like if you actually had teleportation powers unless what you were wearing was specifically designed to correlate with your power you're not going with those things.
1: And I think the way they explain that type your of stuff is in a lot of comic, <laughs> yeah, you dick is out. That's a lot of comics, I believe, and you're the comic fan, so correct me if I'm wrong. But my understanding is that a lot of the time, when you have a power like that, it's like. Like, doesn't the speed force around the Flash prevent him from being, like, torn apart or someone he's holding from being torn apart, right? It's, like, they usually have some kind of, like, and the bubble around me that I can choose to expand so that I'm not fucking naked. But the boys is super R-rated, so it's, like, no, we don't need to have some kind of convenience. Like, you're naked. So- can't wait to see Huey nude running around fighting naked all season. I super hope that's That's kind
0: of what like has to happen, right? Because you can't just like go get a special suit or some shit.
1: Well, it's like translucent. They didn't have a special suit for him.
0: Yeah. You would oh think God, that that's,
1: that's what they would have been like. That's like more even within real science that they could have made something that could disappear with him and they didn't have it. So I'm pretty sure Huey's going to be <laughs> naked. <laughs> like, well, and now day. we
0: we got to find out like is he going to get sick like Butcher got sick? Right. Does Butcher get sick again, or is he going to start getting acclimated to it?
1: How much does it stick around if you keep taking it? Because Huey's going to be a, Huey. I predict will be shooting this shit up
0: all the all time, the regular, yeah, all the time. All the time. I think this time. is going to
1: be a like a real situation for Huey. I think Huey's going to try and get his hands on some blue V.
0: Oh, I think he would too.
1: Yeah. I don't think he wants to give this power up and frankly I don't want him to. Again, awesome power would like to see it all the time.
0: Yeah. I think that's I think that would be sick as fuck. Here well yeah. here's like the other thing that I don't like really get. Didn't Maeve say that the V that she gave him would give him Homelander's powers? Like didn't she specifically say it was Homelander's powers?
1: No. She just said it'll give you powers for 24 hours.
0: Oh, okay. I don't yeah, know why I remember her saying it was like specifically Homelander's powers.
1: No, I don't think so. I think the Butcher thing is just good writing where it's like, okay, like these two characters are such foils for each other. Like we had them in the same section in the last episode to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, they're awesome foils. It makes a ton of sense that they'd have matching powers. I don't know if Butcher can fly. That's kind of
0: undetermined. I don't either. I think it would I be kind of dumb him. if you could, but...
1: Well, but is it if it's Homelander's powers? It's Homelander's powers, right? So it's right. it might not be quite because um, we've seen other soups with similar power. I mean, remember the baby well, when they first have, discover Compound V has Homelander's glowing eyes. He has uh, the danger. eye
0: beams, and like Supersonic has super strength and supposedly some like clap attack or whatever. But we don't ever get to see him do anything.
1: No. Well, and most of them have super we never strength. Huey got super strength with teleportation. That was pretty awesome. Dude, I love, I love that he punched apologizes. through this guy's chest. Will you apologize with the with the guns in the last season in f- yeah. season one? Like sorry. this is like sorry, more his dude. game. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry when he's shooting like this, the big uh automatic rifle. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Um a lot of them have super strength. And I mean, we actually saw like the deep has super strength this episode, which I didn't expect. Oh, um, yeah. But I don't think that he's probably bulletproof.
0: Oh, that's a good. But I don't know. We know he has to be durable enough because he dives off in the first, I think it's the first season. He jumps off the, no, it's the second one. He jumps off of that ship like hella far into the water, which would have like yeah. killed a normal person.
1: Who knows? I think they're all pretty durable. But I don't know if they're all totally bulletproof. Like I feel like if you yeah. shot the deep in the gill, you would get. Oh yeah,
0: a hundred percent. You Even know what it, I mean? If, like if he's getting punched in the gill and that hurts, like getting a getting shot yeah. would be the same thing. Yeah.
1: And I'm not sure that that A Train has super strength.
0: Uh, he has to. From like a physics standpoint, he has to.
1: Well, sure, because speedsters are impossible to explain, but also like, I don't know. I feel like he didn't super strength punch the deep and the the deep like threw him against the wall.
0: Yeah, but he did also like, I I don't know. I think a lot of it is like you can hear it in the sound effects they choose too. because like when he punches the deep, it's like a very wind up like
1: Hmm.
0: power. Like, I don't know. I would be shocked if they didn't have some level of super strength.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense, but like not as strong as Homelander. Well, or for instance, actually, I think that the, this the, the like sliding scale of super strength is important to keep in mind in the boys. Because remember, in season one, we see Starlight like, put, like trying, like she's stoked that she lifted the car. Yeah, Homelander could have just lifted the car, like he would. You know what I mean? I think that I think there's a. Uh,
0: oh no no no, no 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 no! A train does have superhuman strength. Remember when he's fighting Kimiko? And he throws her through the train station wall.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I knew it was. Yeah. All right. I well, no, he did. doesn't
1: throw her. He grabs her and then he punches her like rapid punch. And it, it, her head is like breaking the wall because of the speed. I don't know if that means he has super strength. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're, yeah. it's, yeah. He's, A train can't do shit right now. He's so.
0: awful i yeah. still can't believe he's like still he's, back i hope he dies the, the two people that i hope die it's not even homelander the two people that i hope die this season are fucking a train and the deep's girlfriend a i hate her like so she's much
1: do more than just be because it's funny i i think she's hilarious yeah. i love their like i i think everything about the deep is hilarious
0: a fucking octopus yeah like she's I don't,
1: so Funny. And I so I like the way that she's like pulling his strings, but I'm wondering if that's going to be more of a important plot line than a running joke at some point. Cause it all depends like on what the they end up doing with the seven. Him.
0: Yeah. She was like in there.
1: Let's see. What else do we have on Huey? Um,
0: I think that's kind of it. Like,
1: yeah, that I think, I think that he might take this permanently and I wonder if butcher might too. I, the, oh what I guess I, the other thing that I thought was interesting here was that he, does not really get to like, he doesn't seem like he gets why the rest of the boys are mad that he took the V. Yeah, he's like, What, what, this is awesome. Why are you mad? Like, and he was always a fanboy, right?
0: Yeah, like, he
1: doesn't seem like he gets it. And I'm kind of concerned that, like, and we're gonna start talking about everybody else now, so this is kind of a good segue into mm-hmm. it, but I'm concerned that the team might actually break up and Huey and Butcher are going to take Permanent V and just fuck shit up.
0: I foresee the team breaking up. If I don't think Kimiko's going to die. I think Frenchie is going to want to leave and take her with him. And then MM M- M- is just going to be like, this is a fucking waste of time.
1: Yeah, so Kimiko is super sick of all of this.
0: First yeah, she super is. And you kind of see that a lot when she's at the theme park. That she just wants like a regular life.
1: Well, and she feels so bad when those little kids get all covered in blood from when they yeah. explode the Homelander cosplay guy. Like the, <laughs> like the Homelander character. And then with the girls in Russia being scared of her. And she just oh, like. yeah. Yeah. I think that if, which Matt and I talked about this last week, if there is a cure storyline, she will totally take it. Um, and
0: I didn't even think of that either.
1: Yeah. If there's a cure, she's taking the cure. I don't, and I don't know that that's on the table right now, but I don't see why it ultimately couldn't be. You know what I mean? Um, and then with, with her like dying, I think they're gonna inject her with more V. I think they're gonna give her a hit of the V twenty four because they have it with them, and they're like, "Why isn't she healing?"
0: Thinks oh yeah, healing actually, I guess that makes sense.
1: They're gonna give her more V, and I think she's there's going to be a like we don't know what happens to somebody who is like first of all given V like more as an adult. I feel like second I mean, of gave all,
0: a train like a heart problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and but he was taking regular V. He was taking more yeah, of a regular kept, all the regular V. Yeah, he time. just
0: kept abusing Compound V.
1: So, like, what happens when Kimiko takes V twenty four? Like, it's a different. You know what I mean? I, I think. I wonder that if it just be, act
0: like a steroid.
1: But that's what the regular V did. I think, based on her story right now of how much she's saying, like, I hate my powers. I don't want my powers. I, I think that there's going to be something. There's going to be an impact of her taking the V twenty four, other than her healing factor kicking back in and her being okay. Cause I do think that will happen. I think that that's how she's going to not die, but, or it'll just, the shot from soldier boy will just wear off. But I think that they're going to have to give her the V24. And I think there's gonna be more problems that come from that, that is long lasting where she's like pissed, like that they like that. She would have rather died. I think it's going to like beef up her powers permanently or make it more. I do think she'd
0: be mad. I I don't know. I I feel like she kind of, well, I I, I don't know, because, like, I know she doesn't want to leave Frenchie.
1: Well, and he's not, he's going to say, yeah, okay, do it, because I don't want her to die. Yeah. He's going to allow it, and then I wonder if that's going to cause an issue with them, where she's going to say, I would have rather died. That could have been my only chance to die, (laughs) right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Shit. Like,
1: if you think about, like, a Wolverine, I think there are moments where Wolverine would have been like, no, sorry, Jean, I love you, but I wish you wouldn't have done that. I wish you would have let me die.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: I kind of think that's where that's going and I'm concerned about it. They're obviously not going to make it to Marseille.
0: No, absolutely not. I never anticipated them ever getting there. The minute they started talking about it and he was like, it's so great. And like, I'll have to show you all these things. I was like, you guys are fucking never going. Like, don't, don't even play yourselves.
1: I think the way that that's going to go down is like, first of all, I think whatever happens with reviving Kimiko, she's going to be pissed and it's going to strain their relationship. And I also think the last two episodes we've had this through through line about like Frenchie being this like obedient lap dog. And Nina was giving him shit about it in episode three. And then again, in this episode with butcher and everybody being like, do what you're told. Right. Like I give the orders and you do them and you're just going to listen to me. And Frenchie is like, you can see it in his eyes. The actor's so good. I can't remember his name. You can see it in his eyes when, uh, when they're like saying they want to go to Marseille and Kimiko's goes like, but what, what are you going to say to butcher? And she's like, he's like, I'm going to tell butcher to lick my ass. And he looks so confident and optimistic. Yeah. And I'm like, honey, you are not going to tell him that you're really not. You're going to, I just, I don't see him being able to say that to butcher so easily. I think there's going to be. an Oh no, there.
0: no shot. There's, there's no shot in hell. I think he'll say it in a different way, but now I think he's pissed that Kimiko's like hurt. And I think he has that, like, I think that last little lock of not being able to stand up to Butcher is like done. I think it's unlocked now. I think he's fucking mad. Yeah. He's like, dude, are you doing this and are you pulling the door off. And first of all, why are they releasing Soldier Boy?
1: They don't realize it.
0: I know, but like, they think why? It's the gun. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But like, even at the same the time, like, why doesn't he try to fucking restrain him?
1: Or like, well, they're like shocked. I mean, MM is like in total shock when that happens, right? But oh, yeah. I think I think they just had no concept that this is what was going to go down. I don't think they were prepared for it at all. And I think that was part of the problem. They're just like, he's like, cool, I'm going to rip this door off because I fucking can. Whereas if they didn't have powers, they probably would have like taken a moment to like,
0: Frenchie could probably and have
1: told them what that was. Like, no, it's like a cryo chamber. Look, there's a temperature gauge. Like, if if Frenchie had looked at it for like one second, I think they could have like made a better decision.
0: Yeah, but like, <laughs> like,
1: but they're just like, yeah, rip the door off. I can't believe they. I it really was stupid. It really was like, but they had no reason to believe there was like.
0: Yeah, a, there's no reason for dangerous. them to, to know it was in there. I still think it's kind of like a dumb fake out. Like, oh my god, Soldier Boy's dead. And everybody's like, there's this... Ra-. I think the reason that I have a problem believing that when they do talk about shit like that is there's so little information and they just keep calling it a weapon. It's like a red herring kind of thing. It's like, like a MacGuffin. Yeah, it's 100% a false MacGuffin.
1: Well, and I guess my question is, is it? And I think they they I feel... think Soldier
0: Boy is the weapon.
1: That's what I mean. Like, I think his... I think the beam out of his chest is new.
0: I do too. Uh, I think with all the Russian experiments and shit, I think that's not part of his original power set. Cause originally he was just a captain America knockoff.
1: Yeah. And I think, first of all, that's why I kind of think this is like, this fake out is great. You know, they, and yeah, I don't know how they were supposed to like say that. Cause it's Jensen Ackleson, right? I don't know how they were supposed to be like, he's in the season and fake us out that he's dead. Like, that's kind of tough from a PR standpoint. I kind of understand why that's in the trailer. So, fuck it, right? Like, They only bring
0: him in as flashbacks. But it's
1: also... Is supposed to be Captain America. And being, like, frozen and stuff. Like, honestly, that's the kind of dramatic irony that taps into pop culture knowledge. That I'm like, I have no problem with that. I don't think they're trying to fake us out. I think it's intentional dramatic irony. And that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty well done. But... I do think that they've added this power on, and I do think that they're going to end up like circling with him and being like trying to use him as a weapon. But Soldier Boy seemed like a grade A douchebag. I don't really
0: douchebag.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't really track like how we could have a storyline where he's working with the boys. That would. I'm not sure how that how we get there. I think um, he's
0: gonna meet Homelander and home, He's gonna hate Homelander's like arrogance, and he's just gonna fight him for himself. I don't think it's gonna have anything to do with the boys.
1: Yeah, and then Maeve's gonna try and get her shot in. Like, I wonder if his power yeah. will disable Homelander. Probably because Kamiko's super powerful, as evidenced by the dildo fight, which was fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, that shit was so funny.
1: I want to go back and look at all the all the different ones for who they were. Cause they, I, they ID a couple of them, but there's a couple of them that they didn't say like which hero they're from. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and see.
0: I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if you could buy those for real.
1: I'm sure you can at this point. It's yeah. so, so like on Etsy. Someone is selling with, Oh yeah. hundred
0: percent, dude. <laughs> someone a hundred percent saw this episode on Friday and was like, I'm going to make the same fucking strap on that Ashley had.
1: That's so funny.
0: <laughs> the last thing I'm going to say about like the whole group is this season has kind of made me feel like M.M. is useless to the team. I don't know why, because the before he was like, he's very smart. He's a tactician. But something, I don't know, like the first four episodes so far, and we only have four more. He At this point, he now feels like the weakest link of the boys.
1: I mean... Nobody's gotten to use their skills too too much except mostly Kimiko this season. Yeah. But well, Frenchie a little bit. Frenchie um, did at the beginning. And and when they broke in, in episode two or or got themselves in to talk to Crimson whatever.
0: Crimson Countess.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think his weaknesses are more on display this season than his strengths, which is interesting because we're getting more of his backstory. I like how the OCD stuff is playing in
0: now more overtly. Yeah, for sure.
1: And it's just been kind of an underlying, like Starlight points it out in season two, but if you watch, it's always there. And it's interesting watching that get to be like more prominent in the story. I'm curious where they're going with him and I think we're going to get way more backstory on what happened to his family because we see that it's a car crash right he has newspaper clippings of that
0: i don't think i think that's just what the media said i don't think that's really what happened i think think it it has to involve somebody
1: soldier boy caused the crash
0: oh yeah i guess that's true huh shit
1: but i also think it needs to be more than that i think we're gonna find out a lot more because like we know that We know that something happened. We know it's a car crash because he's also playing with the, there's like the car toy and you hear the sound of the crash. Like for sure there was a car crash, but then it's like his dad spent like his whole life trying to like bust Soldier Boy, like in front of a computer is what they said. Yeah. So I'm curious what actually went down here. Um, I think we're going to find out. I think the stuff about him being the glue on the team is really interesting. And I just think it's gonna be an internal conflict story for him. And I think it's like a little bit of a slow burn. Yeah. But the way that he froze when Soldier Boy showed up, like I think it's I think they're gonna deliver on his storyline. I just think that it's I a too. slow burn right now.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna have to be this the latter half of the season is the build up for that.
1: Yeah. Well, and for his face off against him and his vendetta, like I think all of that is gonna be a prominent part of the story. Yeah. I just think we don't have a ton of information right now. But oh, I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes, though. Even though I'm with you, I'm kind of like, What are you doing? You're boring me. Yeah, I didn't I think- even realize he was with them in Russia. He didn't get I didn't the either. Car that that was
0: like my yeah. whole thing. I was like, Oh fuck, he is actually in the room. Like that's yeah, oh he's shit. There.
1: I liked all the Russian commercials that were like ripping on Huey and just like pushing him to take that V. Like there was no way he was going to watch like himself get shat on on TV. Yeah. Like all the, like the baby memes and stuff of him crying about Starlight and Homelander being together. I'm like, Oh my God.
0: That's the other thing I don't get. Like, that's like my one thing. Like how, how does she show up at the dawn of the seven premiere with Huey? And then now she's with Homelander.
1: Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying like she dumped Huey for Homelander. Yeah. And now it's public. Because everyone knew they were together. Like it's like that's like part of the drama. Right? And they say like you guys are everyone's favorite ship. <laughs> I really liked Jamie the the hamster.
0: Oh, my God. The flying hamster. <laughs> Dude, that's, this show just finds a way to make something ridiculous every episode. And it's fucking amazing.
1: And it's like predictable at this point for the show. I know I'm like, oh, for sure that thing's gonna get out and murder somebody. But also great, like it's I, it doesn't disappoint when it happens. Like I don't. But scary that the Russians are developing V Their and also like
0: compound V, yeah,
1: and experimenting on Soldier Boy, and like
0: well, and that's why I think that his his beam or whatever it is is a new thing.
1: That's what I mean. Like I yeah. think they're experimenting on him, and it's like he doesn't know how to control it or something. Cause I don't really see a world where that's part of his existing power set. And it's not like mentioned.
0: Yeah. And they didn't say anything about it. Like, and obviously yeah. like, I think that's why we look surprised beginning. by it. Yeah. Right they're like, dude, happens. did you know he could do that? I didn't know you could do that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: Like what the fuck?
0: I don't know how we're going to do hero gasm with only four episodes left. Like, is that how the season's going to end? I
1: uh, dude, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm excited about it though. Yeah. It's probably going to be the most R rated thing we've ever seen.
0: Oh, 100%. I think, I don't think we've even scratched the surface on the nonsense we're going to see this season.
1: Unless, and I have not heard this anywhere, and I suspect that I would have if it was going around, so this is probably not the case. But unless that first scene, like the party with Termite, was supposed to be like Herogasm. an homage to hero gasm. Yeah. But I don't think so. I think somebody would have said something about that. Because yeah. I have since heard reviews and stuff that are like, and we still have Herogasm coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, because they made a big deal in production that it was happening. Like, they talked about it. So, I think we're still, I think that's still coming. Which is, will be fucking crazy. Take us out of here, Scott.
0: I will take us out of here. Um, as always, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves and maybe even learned something. Be sure to join us next week for the boys season three, episode five, uh, and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as follow us on all of our social medias. You can find our sites and social medias in the episode descriptions. And if you'd like to support the podcast, we do very much encourage you to follow us on the Patreon or check out the website for more timeline goodies past, present and future, because it is a new, uh, month. I do want to give the Patreon a shout out. I want to give a shout out to my dad, my mom, my aunt, Chris, Andrew, Andrew, Uh, You guys are awesome. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us. Um, The Patreon just continues to get bigger. We're going to have a lot of new content coming out for the Patreon very shortly here. Um, So be on the lookout for that. If there's something that you'd like us to see or something we didn't cover on the episode, we'd be more than happy to cover it on the Patreon for you guys. But until next time, stay nerdy.